Hey everybody, welcome back to Jess Unfiltered. I'm your host, Jess, obviously. So today we have some awesome content coming your way. It's about a girl from Arbonne and she explains to us in her video about reasons why you should join Arbonne. She goes over some misconceptions about Arbonne and how it's not a pyramid scheme and how you can make money from it and you get what you give, blah, blah, blah. We know the story, right? So I'm really hoping today to dissect this episode in such a way that y'all can really understand how toxic the MLM community is if you don't already know that. Chances are, if you're listening to my podcast, you already know that, but let's go ahead and start this girl's video. I do want to say I want to keep her anonymous, so fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, I am not going to be giving away her personal information like her name or her Instagram handle or anything like that, but I do want to forewarn you, she did record this using Instagram story feature or whatever. So the video does kind of cut from time to time. So if you hear her talking and then it cuts and you feel like she's kind of skipped a little bit, it's because she took snippets from her Instagram story and then uploaded it to IGTV. So hopefully that clarifies why you might hear her cut out from time to time. Anyway, with that, let's jump right in. To jump on here and squash a couple common misconceptions that people have actually about Arbonne. Um, so I actually am doing a take a look in 15 minutes to just dive a little bit deeper into Arbonne and all that entails. So if you hear these common misconceptions and you're like, wait, I kind of want to learn a little bit more, let me know, message me, and I will send you the details. Number one is Arbonne a pyramid scheme. No, we make no money signing people up. The definition of a pyramid scheme is a company that makes money by recruiting other people and they do not sell um, goods or services. Arvon is a commission and product-based business. That right there should be in itself enough for you. Um, so no, actually, I make a commission off my personal sales and I make a small commission off of my team sales as well as I said yes to this business first, and then it trickled down into other people joining, um, ultimately Arbon. Yes, they are part of my team, but it is joining Arbon. It's not just my team and my team only. So, number two, I don't know enough people. I don't have enough followers, and I don't know who I would sell to. If you know three people, and they know three people, and they know three people, you know enough people. This chick literally just spent the first minute talking about how this is not a pyramid scheme and then goes on to describe a literal pyramid scheme. You can't make this stuff up. I, you can't make this stuff up. Now, don't get me wrong. An MLM is not legally a pyramid scheme. And honestly, you could make the argument that a pyramid scheme is more ethical because they don't have this whole cult-like mentality and this whole cult-like atmosphere. When you sign up for a pyramid scheme, even if you don't know that it is a pyramid scheme, then you kind of just expect to make money off of the people below you who are coming in. I mean, think of like yeah, if you sign up for something, you're hoping that people below you sign up and then the people below them sign up and you hope to make more money. But like, honestly, you could kind of make a valid valid argument about how a legitimate pyramid scheme is a little bit more ethical and less culty than an MLM. But it's just funny to me how she's like, we're not a pyramid scheme and kind of paints it like, why would you ever think that we are? 
Then she goes on to verbatim describe what a pyramid scheme is. Oh, if you know three people and then they know three people and then they know three. Like, girl, that is that is the definition of a pyramid scheme. Okay, let's keep playing the video. Um, There are people at the top of this business, top income earners of this business that barely have 200 followers, barely have 100 followers. You get out of this business what you put into it as far as how hard you're willing to work. And I promise you, this is a connection based business. So if you're willing to step out of comfort zone and make connections with people, I promise you it will be successful. Like like a pyramid scheme, right? Like You can't say that the, like, she's invalidating people's thoughts that this is a pyramid scheme. And then she goes on to, again, verbatim, describe a pyramid scheme. Oh, yes, the people at the top, this is a connections-based business, like, The reason why people constantly say that MLMs are pyramid schemes is because of the fact that you need to continue to recruit people, the fact that you need to have connections, the fact that you need to continue to have a downline that's constantly growing. You need to know three people that know three people that know three more people. Like, it's just gaslighting at this point when somebody is like, oh, isn't an MLM a pyramid scheme? And then when these girls are like, no, it's not a pyramid scheme. How could you even think that? How could you even think that? It's like, okay, well, because they are like a fraternal twin to an actual pyramid scheme. So that's what makes me think that it's a pyramid scheme, right? Like gaslighting by definition is when some when you try to convince somebody that they're crazy because of the rational thoughts that they're having. And that, that's like what all of these girls do. And that's what drives me absolutely bonkers about these MLMs is because they try to dispel any kind of doubt that you have toward the MLM. And they're like, no, how could you think something like that? How, why would you ever think something like that? And they make you feel like you're crazy. The definition of gaslighting. All right, let's push forward with this very painful video. Successful in this business. Number three. This is a good one. Do I have to buy product every single month in order to remain a consultant? Actually, no. I've never met somebody who doesn't end up buying our product every month because they're so obsessed with it, but we have no monthly minimums. There are no monthly quotas. Once you get to a certain title in Arbonne or level, there are only four levels. I'll break those down in a minute. You have to do a certain maintenance. So basically, you are not obligated to spend any certain amount of money um, every single month in order to keep your consultant ID. It is a one-time $49 fee to sign up. Um, as- yeah, you don't have to have a quota to continue to be a consultant, but you need to have a quota in order to stay at the level which you're at. So for example, if you end up getting to the level where you get the quote free Arbon car, which is really just a car leased in your name. If you don't meet your sales quota every single month, you're liable for that lease payment. So when she's like, oh, you don't need to meet a quota in order to remain a consultant, that is true. But it is very, very misleading because in order to stay at your current like rank, you need to meet a quota. So if I were Snopes, I would, I would rate this misleading to sign up um, as an Arbonne consultant. And then every year after that, it's $29 to keep your ID um, valid, I guess I would say. So no, you do not have to spend a certain amount of money every month. Nothing like that. Um, Number four, I almost forgot where I was at. Number four, do I have to jump on all those Zoom things you post about all the time? Listen, sister, brother, whoever, I'm here to tell you that 
those are for your benefit. They are put on by um, leaders of this business and people of this business that have come from a leadership role. They are legends in Arbonne. They are constantly training and wanting to help you navigate through the season of joining Arbonne and creating your own business. Through Listen, the only reason that these people are putting on these team calls is because they're preaching to their downline to make more sales and to try to motivate their downline so that they in turn can get a higher paycheck. I guarantee you, they do not give a rat's ass about you and who you are as a person and how you are financially. They just want their downline to continue to pump money into the system so that they can continue staying at their level, meeting their quotas, and getting a good paycheck. That is why they have these team calls. The team calls are to prevent you from leaving. They are to continue to brainwash you. They are continue, they, they continue to push this, this cult-like, I don't know, mentality or whatever you want to call it so that you decide not to leave the pyramid scheme. Because honestly, if you think about it, if you have tag-ups every, I don't know, once a month, once a week, whatever it is, like if, if somebody has doubts about leaving the MLM, the team calls is a space where you can dispel any doubts. If somebody's like, I'm not really making any money. I don't think I want to do this anymore. And then you have a team call and they, they start talking about how you should stay motivated and how one day you can be like them. And they start to kind of get rid of any doubts that you were having. So these team calls are not for your benefit. They're not. These team calls are to keep you involved with the MLM. They're there to continue to brainwash you. Like, it's clear as day. And if you're going to say that these team calls are here to help you, that is a lie. The team calls are there to help you drive sales so that your upline can continue to stay wealthy. That is what the team calls are for. Business through the company Arbon. So no, you don't have to, but like... I don't know. Why wouldn't you want to jump on calls that are people are constantly empowering you and constantly trying to help you get to be the best version of yourself? And Again, with the manipulation and the, the gaslighting and just the, the cult-like mentality, they these girls always say the phrase and it drives me nuts. They always say, why wouldn't you? Why would you? Why would you think this is a pyramid scheme? Why wouldn't you want to join this team call? Why wouldn't and it just... It's a way to manipulate you to try and get you to think that what you're rationalizing is crazy. I mean, it is, again, literally the definition of gaslighting. They're trying to get you to think that your rational thoughts are insane. When your rational thoughts are just rational thoughts. But they're trying to get you to get rid of those rational thoughts and to not act rationally and to continue to stay in the pyramid scheme. It's just, she's like, why wouldn't you want to feel empowered? Like, that's manipulation when you tell somebody that. Instead of listening to what these girls have to say, if these girls are like, oh, I don't have time to stay on a team call, instead of maybe listening to them or like hearing them out on why they don't want to do a team call, you're just telling them that they're being, that they don't care about themselves and that they they don't want to be empowered. And it's just the manipulation is so blatant to me. And to some people who are in, who are so deep in this, they cannot see the manipulation that's going on. And it's like two sides of, of the coin. I don't know. Like 
There's the people who see this for what it is and they're like, this is gaslighting. This is manipulation. This is just not okay. And then you have people who are involved in it who are like, oh no, this is empowering. She just cares about me. She just wants me to do well. She wants me to grow my business and to be successful. And it's like, no, she doesn't. She just wants her downline to make her money. That's what she wants. And honestly, this girl who's talking in this video could very well be manipulated also. She could very well not realize how manipulative that she's acting or she could not realize that the things that she's saying are manipulative, but they are. And I just would like everyone to see that. But unfortunately, a lot of them are so deep in this, they they just, they can't realize that this is manipulation. Best version of yourself and grow your business and in return, grow your paycheck. I don't know, whatever. You take time for what's important, let me tell you. Number five, do you actually like the products? No, I hate them so much. I don't like them at all. I never want to use them ever again. They all suck so much. I just don't know how I could turn all of my products that I used to love and use and, and no longer use anything that's not Arbonne. Okay, this video is just so patronizing. Like, she's trying to, like, the, the title of this video is called 10 Misconceptions About Arbonne, and then it has some exclamation points. What blows my mind is the fact that she is trying to convince people who apparently have misconceptions about Arbonne. She's trying to convince people like myself to like Arbonne and to realize all the things that she thinks that she's realized about how great her MLM is. But it's like, they, they just, these girls are just so conceited and it's just so patronizing to sit here and to listen to them talk about their, quote, business. They just constantly talk down to you. They act like they have the key to life, the secret to life. They've, they've made it. And because you don't want to be a part of it, you just don't understand. And it's like, honestly, shouldn't you kind of like kill them with kindness, you know? If you're trying to take people like myself and you're trying to turn someone like me into a pro Arboner or a pro MLM person, don't you think you would act a little bit less sarcastic and conceited about it? Don't you think that you would try to like either be rational or like be nice? I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm doing the same thing. Maybe I'm being conceited about being anti-MLM. Maybe. And I'm just not self-aware about, I mean, maybe I am self-aware about it since I'm admitting it, right? But no, I just, I feel like if people like her are trying to dispel misconceptions about Arbon, you would be less patronizing about it and you would be less sarcastic and rude about it. They always like love to shower you with love and affection and kindness. Oh girl, you're so pretty. I love your hair. You're amazing. You would be perfect for this business opportunity. But then the second that you're like, oh no, I'm not interested. I don't really like pyramid schemes. They just flip a switch on you and they just turn into, into this, basically. Arbon, I mean, gosh, everything that I've used before this is just so bad and just 
so yucky and terrible and duh. We all fall in love with Arbonne products. That's why we use them all day, every day. Skincare, hair care, makeup, nutrition. Number six. Do you actually make money? You get out of this business what you put into this business. Okay, so when she says, do you actually make money? In the video, which y'all can't see it, obviously, since this is audio only. In the video, she like crosses her eyes, like looks at her nose and kind of makes a face like, oh my gosh. And then she goes on to say like, oh, you get out of it what you put into it. And that's what they all say. But here's the thing, okay? And I don't mean to get too political with this by any means, but if you are somebody who has a very privileged lifestyle, if you have a good job or a good education or a wealthy family or a wealthy partner in life, whoever it is, if you have money before you go into an MLM, chances are you're going to do a lot better because you can afford to fake it till you make it. You can, you can sell the the MLM dream even if all of that money that you have didn't come from the MLM. But if you're somebody who who MLMs target, right? If you're a vulnerable single mother and you don't really have a lot of money, you can't afford to fake it until you make it. So this whole idea, oh, you get what you put into it is just a load of absolute crap. It really is. Because picture it this way. If you have two girls who are both selling Arbon, you have girl A and girl A comes from a wealthy family. She's skinny. She's pretty. She's blonde. She can afford to go on these lavish vacations. Chances are her Instagram's gonna be pretty bougie. She's gonna have Arbon on the beach and in all these posts and, and people are gonna look at her Instagram and they're gonna be like, wow, I wish I was like her. I wish I could go to the beach and, and have this really fancy lifestyle. And look at, look at all this stuff that Arbon has given her. That's awesome. And then if you have person B, who let's say this, this girl is a, a struggling mother. Maybe she's overweight. Maybe she's taking out credit card debt to buy Arbon stuff and to pay to be a consultant. Her lifestyle is not lavish by any means. You're not looking at person B and you're not like, oh, wow, I wish I was like her. Chances are you feel bad for her and you're like, oh, well, that sucks for her, you know? So person A has a lot of privilege before even going into Arbonne, which can afford them much more, which can give them much more success in Arbonne than somebody like person B. And the irony is that people always target person B. They're like, oh, well, you need childcare. You need to provide for your family. You're a single mother. You need to join our bond. But it's like those people are destined to fail, destined to fail. Whereas person A, who is already skinny and beautiful and has a lot of followers and is already wealthy, that person, you know, chances are will probably do pretty decent in our bond. If, if we're being honest, they're probably going to do all right. But that's the thing is it's it's so toxic when they say, oh, well, you get what you put in. And so person B, who isn't very wealthy, who's overweight, who isn't really somebody that people envy is what I'm trying to say. You know, like our standard of beauty in this country, if, if person B doesn't meet that, chances are they could give everything they've got and they will still not be successful in Arbonne. 
And yet you have these skinny, beautiful, wealthy girls who are like, oh, well, you clearly didn't try hard enough. It's like, no, you had a lot of privilege before even going into this MLM, which is a large reason why you're successful. And this single mother that you targeted, who's barely able to pay her bills, who can't afford these lavish vacations and this envious lifestyle, she can't fake it till she makes it. She just can't afford to. And you're telling her that she didn't work hard enough? Like, that's what just truly pisses me off about this, is it's like, I mean, society is shallow, right? We're going to look at person A who's skinny and wealthy, and and we're going to say, wow, I'm envious of her lifestyle, and we're not going to look at person B. We're, we're not even going to bat an eye at them, unfortunately. I mean, I'm not saying that I, like, agree with that by any means. I'm not saying that person B is any less of a person. I think, personally, I'd probably rather be friends with person B, <laughs> but... As a society, society values skinny, wealthy, good-looking women. And if if there's a woman who fits that description, who can sell the Arbonne lifestyle, she's going to do way better than someone who is the complete opposite of that. So when this girl's sitting here like, oh, you get what you put in, like... No, that's not always true. A lot of times it has to do with what your lifestyle is before you even join the MLM to begin with. And I will tell you, I have watched people come and go, whether it's my business, my mom's business, other leaders' businesses, my friends in Arbonne and their businesses. Listen, a lot of people have the starting power, but not a lot of people have the staying power. So if you put into this business what us leaders and other leaders for me and other leaders ask of you, it's to help you grow a paycheck. Yes, it's a commission-based business. Yes, we make money, but it's all based on the efforts you are willing to give. Number seven. This is a good one. Oh my gosh, your products are so expensive. Mm, not really, because this I've actually had since April and it's not even half of the way through. And this thing with my consultant discount is takes me about four to six months to go through a single item of our skincare. Depending on how much I use it, if I use it as I should on a daily, regular basis, it'll take me about four to six months, more so on the five to six. So she doesn't even answer this question or this concern, rather. She says that people say, oh, Arbonne's products are so expensive. And then she's like, oh, well, I use this for six months. Like, okay, that's still not dispelling my concern about, I feel like I've said dispel like a hundred times in this podcast, (laughs) but she's still not getting rid of that concern that it's expensive. Honestly, a freaking box of fizz sticks, 30 of them, one a day is like 50 something dollars. 50. You can go to Target and you can buy some little Mio drink droplets, which this is not sponsored by Mio. I literally don't drink it, but I know people who do and they love it. And it apparently gives you energy just as a fist stick would. And it's like $4 at Target for like probably a month's worth of these Mio droplets. And so the reason why Arbonne products are so darn expensive is because you're paying your upline. You're paying four people, four levels of commission, right? So... She's not really addressing this concern. She's like, oh, well, my products last six months. Okay, great. Good for you. But again, 
people still think it's expensive. And instead of actually listening to what they have to say, you're just speaking in a really, she's just talking in a really patronizing voice, acting as if the listeners are stupid. Oh, how dare you think this is expensive? I've been using this for six months. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, good for you. Um, it's just so irritating to even listen to this video and I'm so not in the mood for it tonight, if you can't tell, which is probably why I sound a little bit more irritated than I probably normally do. Let's push forward. This month end. Um, I'm really getting a lot aware of my products as well. Like this CC cream, I actually bought this one in February. I'm just now getting to like the very, very end of it. You guys, it's August. February, March, April, May, June, July, August. That's seven months and I still have some product left. So while you may be sitting there looking online, you're like, wow, that's really expensive. You're more than willing to go to Sephora or Ulta and buy a product that has some chemicals in it that you don't even know, really know what it is, but you're going to buy it anyways because some girl on YouTube or some blogger or some girl on Instagram told you to buy it. Sister. Again, she's trying to talk to people like myself who are anti-Arbonne or anti-MLM and she just uses the most conceding, like conceited voice. It, you know, it's just, it's disturbing. It's like, if you're trying to, like the difference between me talking like this and her is that she's trying to sell something with, like she's trying to sell Arbonne. I honestly don't give a sh about Arbonne. I don't really care about the money that I make from a podcast. Like I already have a job. I don't need money from this. So like, I am not driven by profit. I just do this to educate people and I run ads because I've literally made a dollar in ads. My point is, is like, it's so funny to me how she sits here and she's trying to get rid of our concerns about Arbonne and then she just talks in such a conceited way. It's like, dude, you're just continuing to make me further dislike Arbonne. You really are. And on top of that, like, Arbonne does this thing called preferred client, okay? And it's kind of like, basically, you pay money and you get a discount on Arbonne products. So all that really means in business terms is that Arbonne marks the prices up really high and then wants people to pay for a preferred client program and then they bring the prices back down. And then lastly, she talks about, oh, well, you would go to Sephora and you're going to have a bunch of makeup that has a bunch of chemicals in it. I can have a separate episode in my podcast where I talk about the bullcrap that is the Arbonne not allowed list, which they trademarked. Essentially what it is, is it's like, I don't know, 14, I think it's 1400 chemicals or items that they don't allow in their products. And there's literally like Xanax is on the list. Like I kid you not, they have Xanax on the list. And it just kind of puts into perspective basically what they did and the, the, what I assume that they did is they created their, their product, their lotion, their skincare, whatever it is that they sell. And they took all of the things that they don't currently have in their skincare and then they put it on the not allowed list and then they marketed it as this amazing, innovative list of things they don't allow in their products. Like there's literally Xanax on the list. And it, the logical question is, who on earth 
would ever put Xanax in skincare? And the answer is nobody. Except Arbon took that and they started marketing it. Like that is some of the stuff that they have on this not allowed list is like stuff that you would never, ever put on skincare to begin with. And that is what is absolutely ridiculous about Arbon, And that is why I cannot really get behind any Arbon consultant who preaches this, oh, we have 1,400 or 2,000 ingredients on our not allowed list. It's like, okay, but like some of them are things that you would never put in skincare to begin with, like Xanax. We have a 45-day money-back guarantee. If you buy something and you hate it, you can literally almost use all of it, return it, and the only thing you'd lose out on... Number eight, you guys, we are almost done. This is a good one. How do you sell a product or a brand that's not in a store or has any marketing? Sister. Have you ever had somebody, like, ask you where you got your shoes from? Like me. Erin, where'd you get those new Doc Martens, platform Doc Martens? Oh, my gosh. I got them at Nordstrom. Person goes to Nordstrom, buys the Docs. Do you think the Nordstrom person is going to be like, oh, my gosh, who told you to come buy these shoes? Let me make sure go ahead and tell Mr. Nordstrom that we can send, so we can send them a paycheck. No, you guys, we social sell on a daily basis without even realizing it. Where'd you get your hair done? Where'd you get your lashes done? Oh my gosh, I love your t-shirt. Where did you get it? Oh my gosh, that necklace is so cute. Those companies are majority of the time, unless they have an ambassador program, are not going to send you a thank you paycheck. Arbon doesn't have to pay for marketing because our consultants are the marketers. Number nine. I don't want people to think I'm annoying. Well, if you worry the rest of your lives what other people think of you, you will never be fulfilling your purpose or living out your dreams. Again, this is so manipulative. Like, this is a genuinely valid concern. This this hypothetical person is saying, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to sell stuff to my family and friends. They mean a lot to me. I don't want to annoy them and, and I don't want them to look at me as if I just see them as a dollar sign. That's a valid concern. That's a rational thought. And this girl is just being so manipulative when she says, well, if you if you just care about what people think the rest of your life, you're never going to fulfill your purpose. If you do not see this as a manipulative statement, please think about it because it is. That may be a harsh reality, but it's really true. Y'all, I know for those of you that watch my stories, see that I post like 777 bazillion posts a day. You'll want to know why? Because I'm making an income while making an impact and people watch my stories. It's that simple. If you're worried about being annoying, then you're automatically going to set yourself up for failure because you're going to think people think you are annoying, whether you are or you aren't. Well, I can guarantee you. If you're posting 77 million stories a day on Instagram about Arbon, you are annoying. That's on you. And number 10, how could I be successful in Arbon? I'm not you. You guys, the idea of this business is exactly who you are, is who Arbon needs you to be. There is already a me. There's already a Terry Fisher. There's already a Cecilia Soul. There's already top income earners in Arbon. So now that I've squashed all 10 things that have probably gone through your head at some point or another while watching my stories, my so annoying stories, what are you waiting for? All it takes is 20 seconds of insane courage from doing something good to make a decision. It is not courageous 
to join a pyramid scheme. <laughs> like, like at, at, at some point, it's just I have nothing left to say because the stuff that is coming out of this girl's mouth is just so ridiculous. Oh, it's courageous. To, no, being a firefighter is courageous. Being a nurse during COVID-19 is courageous. Telling people that they can boost their immunity with Arbon crap is not courageous. In the slightest, it is not. I promise you that. To do something great. So what are you going to decide? You guys, I have taken my own life, my dreams, and my future into my hands. And Arbonne has just been the vehicle to get me there. I've been able to do things that I never even saw happening or coming within a very short amount of time because I jumped in, I did the work, I didn't care that I was annoying, I didn't care what other people said when it came to negativity, I wasn't afraid to post, I wasn't afraid to talk to people I didn't I wasn't afraid to squash all of those top 10 common misconceptions because I believe in our company. Now, if you're sitting there on the edge of your seat just wondering a little bit more about Arbon, I encourage you to watch my take a I encourage you to watch my take a look that is on my page on IGTV. It's quick, it's painless, it's like 20 minutes and I guarantee you it's not painless. It's probably quite painful. I'm going to take a look at it. I might dissect it in another podcast, but the fact that she says it's painless is funny because I guarantee you it's it's not painless. <laughs> At least not for someone like myself. Basically, that will share a little bit more information into who we are as a company, what we stand behind, and how we don't want to be the best company in the world. We truly want to be the best company for the world. Arbon just celebrated 40 years at the beginning of this year, and we truly believe we are on the brink of something great and truly believe that we are just now getting started. So in her video, which you can't see this, she has a text that says, fear is a liar while she's talking. It, it just, it goes to show like when you try to rationalize something, when you look up the stats of what your odds are of making money in Arbonne and you go to earnings.arbonne.com and you see that maybe 1% or 2% of people make it to the top or even above the first level. It, and then she has this this phrase that says fear is a liar. It's like, I mean, being rational and making a rational decision and not just diving headfirst into something that is not a good move is not fear. That is called rational thinking. And when you tell people that they should confuse rational thinking with fear in, in, in that they're the same thing, that's manipulation. By definition, by by my definition of what manipulation is. <laughs> so, before I ask again, what are you waiting for? What are you so afraid of? It does not cost anything to learn a little bit more. It does not cost anything. Yes, it does. To sit and Costs a starting fee. A little bit more about this company or this business and if your you get all integrity. The you need, and then decide it's not for you. Great, but there may be a fire in your belly or some butterflies in your belly that tell you, you know, you are destined for more. You are worth more. And this business can truly take you to the next level of personal growth. products, that's why we use them all day, every day. Skincare, hair care, makeup, nutrition. Okay, that pretty much wraps up this chick's video. I guess in summation, to, to just sum up all of my thoughts... I, which I can't even do right now because I guess I'm just so like overwhelmed by all of the crap that just came out of her mouth. 
I'm just so sick and tired of this manipulative behavior. Like, I know that this girl is probably not a bad person. I really do. And and I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt here. But it's like, you cannot look at somebody who is a single mother of five when you know that the Arbonne income disclosure statement says that there's a 90-something percent chance that she's not going to make money off this. When you look at the Federal Trade Commission's reports, how 99% of people lose money in an MLM. Like, you cannot look at a single mother of, of three or four or five or whatever. You cannot look at her and be like, you get what you give. You get what you put into it. Just jump for it. Just, just, just try. Like when you know darn well, her odds of success are practically zero. You cannot tell me that, that it is morally okay to encourage people to continue to join these MLMs when they have almost a 0% chance of being successful. I just hate how manipulative that they are. I I don't like the the jargon that they use or not even jargon. It's it's more just like the phrases that they use that they pass down. They a lot of the Argabon girls, if you listen to my other episodes about girls who are in Arbon, they always say like the same phrases. When they get on Instagram, they always say, I'm just gonna pop on here for a sec. I'm just gonna hop on here for a sec. They say that a lot. They also say you guys you guys. And I think the you guys phrase is a way to like be relatable, but like also it kind of sounds like you're talking down to them at the same time. Like I say you guys a lot, but I don't really say it in the same tone of voice. I don't know. Maybe I'm like overanalyzing this, but they're always like, you guys, do you really think? And that's the third thing that they say is, do you really think? In one video, one Arbon video, there was a girl that said, do you really think that Arbon would be a pyramid scheme if they've been in business for 40 years? Do you really think that? Like, okay, cool. They've been in business for 40 years. They're still unethical. <laughs> Again, you can make the argument that an MLM is, is worse than an actual pyramid scheme because at least in an actual pyramid scheme, they're generally not cult-like, at least to my knowledge. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, I'm done talking for this episode. It's about, I'm about at the 40 minute mark and I I really have not a whole lot else to say. So <laughs> chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably already agree with me, but thank you guys so much for listening. Please, please reach out to me on Twitter. If y'all have any good videos or anything that you want to hear in an upcoming episode, my Twitter handle is at unfiltered underscore Jess basically the podcast name, but backwards with an underscore. And then if you want to reach out to me on Instagram, it is Jess Unfiltered Podcast on Instagram. I post some of the dankest anti-MLM memes out there <laughs> on my Instagram, so go check it out. They're both pretty new, so I don't have a lot of content out there yet. But anyway, thanks guys for listening and I'll talk to you later.